everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Black Case Diaries. This is Robin. I'm here with Marcy and Adam. And we're going to do part two of our princess match or March matchup with the princesses. It's <laughs> yes. <clears throat> right. March it's a bracket. Matchup. And uh, we went through round one last week. We had a special guest. And this week we have a new special guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's somebody very special to me. Uh, my younger sister, Haley. What up? Welcome. Hey. Welcome. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Haley's really excited to pick between the princesses today. All right. Mm, yeah, so, so excited. Not um, at all stressed. Yeah. <laughs> so she's going to be our judge today. Yeah. Um, what we do, if you haven't listened to the first one, go back and do that, first of all. Second of all, we're going to talk about the princess matchups that we have a little bit, and then our judge is going to pick one. Yes. To move on. No pressure. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> you under pressure. No. Yeah, that's copyright. I can't use it. <laughs> that was a good joke, though. That was an okay joke. <laughs> these right. two are really good. I love I love these two. The, Adam and his sisters always had a really good relationship, <laughs> I thought. <laughs> From the outside looking Way to in. the sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> Haley's okay. a big Disney fan. Aren't you, Haley? Yes, I am. I love Disney. Uh, Jasmine and Rapunzel are my favorite princesses, and they're going head to head. Whoops. I don't know what to do. <laughs> All right, well. Yeah, I'm very yeah. stressed out about it. Ah. Well, you can think about it while you think about the rest of them. <laughs> True. Yeah. We were really careful when we matched them up. We tried really hard to make them as hard as possible. <laughs> yeah, I, I think mean, you succeeded. It wouldn't be it wouldn't be as, as fun if it were if, if it was it, easy, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. We would just pick no the best challenge. one, but then we'd be like, "Oh, what this person got eliminated way back in way too early." Yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. So, so here we go. We're all giving them a fair shake. We're at least trying to. <laughs> yeah, doing our best. <laughs> so the first ones we have up this week uh, on our list is Ariel and Moana. And this is a really interesting pairing because these two are actually a lot more similar than people might realize. Yeah. Um, They both are from movies that are directed by the same people. Hmm. Um, And, you know, they kind of both have a similar goal in the film. They both have the song where they're like, well, this is what I want. And uh, you have the princess format that was built around The Little Mermaid. Right. When The Little Mermaid first came out and she was the first new Disney princess. She was the first one that was like, I want something and I'm going to go for it. Whereas the other ones were more passive and things kind of happened to them. Right. Mm-hmm. And since then, you can kind of see that the rest of them kind of have that, you know? Yeah. Some more than others, obviously, mm-hmm. but they all kind of have that, you know, they're their own person, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and they have their own wants and needs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the change whereas i know robin has referred to a lot of their like each princess has their own version of the song but what robin refers mm-hmm. to as a i want more yeah i want song. more song yeah. yeah right and they they joke about it in um in wreck it ralph too yeah yeah, yeah which true. is amazing yeah they uh <laughs> they joked about what was it slaughter race song yeah um, yeah she has so, a big I mean, yeah she has her own thing so so let's begin we can start with either one uh i'll go with ariel i'll start with ariel okay it's really hard to when you're thinking about this princess you have to you know try to distance her away from her movie it's tough because the little mermaid saved disney yeah from Mm -hmm. having to close down and that was because the dark ages leading up to it um the disney had had so many flops and had (laughs) not and at that point too disney was trying to bank on boy movies 
mm-hmm. put that in quotes, like movies that were marketed to little boys because they thought that those were more profitable than movies marketed to little girls. And so when they did The Little Mermaid, it was like, they were kind of scared. Right. <laughs> you know, they were like, oh, oh we God, gonna, please. We, what we need to do is we need to find Sleeping Beauty again. Like, that was the idea, right? They were like, we need to wake up this whole, this old idea that we had with these old princesses because they did so well back in the day, but we haven't done a princess movie since, sleep, since Sleeping Beauty, and that's, we need to do that. So, yeah. um, so without her, without that character, there wouldn't be any of these other, well, most of these other princesses that we're talking about. Right. So she is really special, and she is really important. But is she better than Moana? <laughs> that's the question. That we we're going to find out. <laughs> that is the question. <laughs> yeah. So some of the things that I like about Ariel is um, we mentioned that she immediately wants what she wants. And it's yeah. like, I don't care what you guys are mm-hmm. wanting me to do. You know, she's kind of in the shadow of her older sisters. So she's got seven others. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seems like a zillion. Yeah, and, and even though she's <laughs> like that song, right? Yeah, she, she, even though she's kind of put a little bit in the spotlight, being like the special sister. You know, she, even even because she's like treated a little bit more special, it's not. She's still in the shadow of them, and and her her, her father, King Triton's, always telling her what to do and and how to act because she's a princess mm-hmm. and she has to act a certain way. Um, and she has to be okay with what what is. That's the that's kind of the whole movie. She's wants something else you know sure she might make a, a silly decision at 16 uh and have a evil witch cast a spell on her but you know all for the sake of love i mean who mm-hmm. didn't at that age <laughs> yeah i mean 16 that's a rite of passage yeah <laughs> some I, people get a call that's what i did yeah. for my sweet 16 oh you you had a uh, a witch cast a spell on you uh-huh, and a sea witch specifically okay <laughs> okay but you obviously got it back, right? Obviously. Well, well, love found a way, right? <laughs> it always <Sure>. does. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so what is like the key difference between Moana and Ariel, though? Because when you think of Moana, she's also, she's also calling out, like, I want to do something. Her father's telling her not to. Mm-hmm. You've, got the same, you've got the same song in the beginning. You've got Under the Sea. Why would we leave the sea? The sea is so great. Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. would we leave the island? The island is so great. So, mm-hmm. You know, you it's <laughs> very right. say, very similar structures. And, you know, why does Moana want to leave versus why does Ariel want to leave? And so, I mean, that's probably where it lies, like, yeah. the biggest. Yeah. In Moana's case, it kind of is driven more by just being who she is and not, you know, and not being told what to do in that way. She just wants what she wants rather than with, with Ariel, she kind of... Yeah, she wants what she wants and wants to be on land and whatever, but Prince Eric really helps that, you know, that mm-hmm. want to get up there. I mean, sure, she wanted to get up there before she met Eric, but after that, she was like, now, nah, okay, now I really want to get up there. <laughs> that was the turning Yeah, I point. mean, she didn't visit the sea witch until she saw him. Right, but right. Up to, I mean, she was collecting all the stuff and she was yeah, dreaming she, about it. But with Moana, she, she was just like, no, I don't want to be trapped on this one island mm-hmm. forever. The ocean is calling to me. That's basically what right. her song is about. So, you know, it, it's driven by two different desires. Mm-hmm. But also Moana's desire has something to do with her people. Um, it ends you know, up having she to has do with a, her yeah, yeah, she has like a responsibility where she is like, oh, okay, I need to do this thing. I have to learn how to do something I've never done before. I have to, uh, you know, risk my life and try to mm-hmm. save my people mm-hmm. uh following this myth that my grandmother mm-hmm. told me about you know so right. 
if she didn't do it, then they wouldn't be able to like spread out and also like you know since the mm-hmm. ocean was killing yeah. people i, I was gonna say because she also has another like obstacle is that she deals with maui that whole time because he's kind of a problem for a hot second like he almost steals her boat and does all these <laughs> right. things that really gets in the way so she gets obstacles she meets that what is his name the shell guy Tomatoa. yes uh. so she has like a lot more i think bigger obstacles because i think the little mermaid focuses a lot of just this curse that she kind of put upon herself Mm -hmm. instead of moana having all these obstacles coming at her vice versa if you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. yeah another thing i want to mention at the beginning of moana she was kind of putting her people before herself Mm -hmm. because she was going to be content in that beginning song right by the end of it, she's like, yep, I'm going to be a chief. This is what I have to do. I have a responsibility yeah. as, as the princess. Yeah. She basically grows up within one song. And and that's really that's really admirable to, to be selfless like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then still having that really deep desire right. to, to herself. Yeah. Well, But when she really starts to see that there is a problem on the island, that's when she's like, okay, I have to do it now. Right. And with Ariel, it really does feel like her main motivation is love, mm-hmm. which is not, that's not unadmirable. Like, that's, mm-hmm. not, a, no. that's not like a bad thing. No, absolutely not. Um, obviously, she she cares about Eric. She, hasn't, she doesn't really know him, but she'll give up anything to be with uh-huh. him. And, uh, you know, that's, that's how I mean, love works sometimes. I mean, good thing they fell in love. Yeah, you know, it's a good thing if, he yeah. loved her. Because <laughs> if he didn't, then that would have been a whole big waste of time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. And a w- waste of a voice, too. It's obvious that she's a great person because she's got all these friends that'll help her. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, she's got Scuttle and Flounder mm-hmm. and Sebastian loves her, but he's like trying to help his... He cares you know, about her and he wants her to be safe. He, he wants to help her make the right decision. You know, turns out that what she wanted was the right decision for her, but... Right. I think another thing with Ariel is that the big focus is the voice, but as you see when she gets to kind of know him, he, I think he, he starts to like her in other ways too. He just, he doesn't think that she's the right one for him because he thinks that the other girl is still out there. Right. So he's falling in love with these different personalities and he just doesn't realize that it's all the same girl. Right. Right. So in a way, Ursula was kind of right in saying in her song, she's like, well, you don't need the voice. There are other ways you can communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> don't forget body language. Body language. <laughs> um, you know, and it, and it works out for her. I mean, shoot, Eric nearly kisses her before she even speaks. Right. You know, only because of other stuff did it not happen. But, you know, so yeah, he, he comes through, I guess, and makes it work out. So if we if we talk about them in terms of like abilities, like how would yeah, we? Yeah. You know, neither one of them really possesses any kind of magic. Well, Moana, she's bit. like best friends with the ocean. She doesn't. The really water control has it. her back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The water yeah. chose her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it doesn't do anything for her necessarily. Right. Which is kind of similar to Ariel having friends that that mm-hmm. help her out. Yeah. You know, not really. Not necessarily having her own powers or anything like Elsa or something like that. Yeah. So neither one of them seems to have like magical abilities, mm-hmm. but when you think of in terms of Moana being able to learn how to wayfind, she starts out without that ability, right? Um, and you know still manages to you know, but she has the ocean helping her. So, mm-hmm. um, and then when with Ariel, it's Ariel. Sorry, it's a little different because she just kind of has her voice taken away and becomes a human. There's you know she doesn't mm-hmm. you know. So is there a big discrepancy between their abilities? 
if we were to pit them against each other, like head-to-head abilities, Mm-mm. you know, just the fact that Moana is friends with the ocean and Ariel just kind of lives in it, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not necessarily friends with the ocean. I mean, she wants to leave, so right. she's kind of dissing it. She right? didn't like it. She learns yeah. to walk. So, so sure, yeah. that that had to be tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To living your whole life under the water and yeah, then you have to that... suddenly adapt in three days to the. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> living above ground. Moana having to deal with, like you mentioned before, Haley, the the blunderhead that is Maui, mm-hmm. um, is really admirable. You know, specifically for Moana, because you know he's a total yeah. At least at the beginning, he's a total <laughs> yeah. jerk who cares only about himself. Um, and she was like, uh, "No." She tried to grab him by the ear and do the thing, you know, but it didn't work. But, you know, obviously, he's huge, <laughs> well, so she, he just stood up. Yeah, but, I was gonna say that. You know, Maui has powers once he has his hooks. So, like, mm. if we're comparing friends to, like, that help, because if we're calling the ocean, like, Moana's friend, Maui's technically becomes her friend. So, he, she kind of has a little bit of an edge there where he has powers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Necessarily, she doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. have them. But, like, Flounder and Scuttle, they don't have powers. You know, they're just yeah. normal animals. But mm-hmm. I think she gets I mean, an Scuttle edge can with fly. that. True. <laughs> yeah. But. Maui can turn into Scuttle. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you wanted yeah. to. Yeah, you're right. Right. And then Moana's kind of got a, her grandmother who kind of... Kind of like a spirit yeah. guide. Yeah. her. Yeah. But if we're going to go that far, I think having King Trident as your father yeah, that's, is, is... That's a pretty good pretty pretty helpful. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't think we should rely too much on the, the surrounding characters. Um, mm-hmm. No. I think that it's just th- those characters help like it kind of show how much of them achieving their goal was them versus Versus the people around them with ariel too i mean she's just i i'd say that they're both very headstrong Mm -hmm. but moana seems to have this like extra intelligence and kind of understanding that ariel kind of doesn't seem to have as Mm -hmm. much although they're probably about the same age yeah, yeah, Ariel is a little bit naive because she does like she'd never been up there before. Mm-hmm. She's only looked at what she can see from the shore. Was Ariel supposed to eventually lead? I don't think she was. I don't right? think so because so she's I, like the youngest. I yeah. feel like they were raised in very different, yeah, situations. Like because Absolutely. obviously Moana had to be more level-headed. She had to think more about what would happen to the other people around her versus Ariel, she does, doesn't have to. I mean, mm-hmm. she she was thinking about herself because she didn't have to think about leading a nation the or a country or her mm-hmm. sea or any yeah. kind of sort of thing like that. That's, that's a great point. I mean, mm-hmm. the... She can afford to fall madly in love yeah. and just leave her family. Yeah. yeah. You know, Moana can't do that. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a very good point. I mean, the next merman to come along... And married the oldest sister would have ended up being king, mm-hmm. probably. You know, mm-hmm. that I think that leads into why they chose their specific paths. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> let's talk about their songs. You know, Ari- Ariel, uh, her song is part of your world, iconic. Yeah, it's <laughs> honestly, it it's the song that set the stage for mm-hmm. all the other ones. Yep. Uh, you know, when Alan Menken wrote that music, he the idea behind it was. The Brigadoon moment, right? Where mm-hmm. the woman's sitting on the rock and she's looking off, you know, over the rainbow. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> any anything that you can think of, the woman or the, just the main character is like, this is what I want. Almost every single Disney princess movie has that song mm-hmm. in it. 
that song is very special to Disney and is it's super important. Um, if we compare it to How Far I'll Go, like what do you what do you guys think about um, the songs? Well, for me personally, um, How Far You'll How Far I'll Go yes. is a little bit more. Uh, you know, a little bit more fast paced, I mm-hmm. guess, and 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 more more. I don't know. It's bouncy. a jam. It's, it's a more jam. epic. It's yeah. a bop. Yeah. If we're going <laughs> stand language, <laughs> it's a bop. I mean, people will put um, that on their radio, yeah, that's whether great, or not they like Disney. It's mm-hmm. a great way to put it. It is true, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the, that's the thing. Like uh, when I think about the two together, it's it is actually kind of hard to compare those songs mm-hmm. yeah. because. Um, in part of your world, it's very quiet, but it's very it's very longing, mm-hmm. and sweet, and it, it's a moment that really defines the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I want more. I mean, sorry. <laughs> How far I'll go? How yeah. far I'll go? <laughs> I'm telling you guys. I mean, essentially, it is. I that. want more song. <laughs> I mean, they could I all mean, be that. Yeah, yeah. And how far I'll go? It. Uh, this is this movie. This song also sets the stage for the movie, but it's. It's like it is like a really big epic, mm-hmm. you know, because it's almost like after Frozen and, you know, Let It Go, they were like, we need to have a show-stopping song in the first quarter of the movie, or at least mm-hmm. first third of the movie, because this is what people are coming to Disney movies for. Yeah. And an interesting thing that I wanted to point out, I was I'm thinking of the the uh, like stay here and don't go anywhere uh, yeah. song that they both have, um, Under the Sea versus. Uh, All You Need, I think is what it's called in Moana. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Whatever that one is. Okay. Thank you. Yes, I was like, <laughs> it's not yeah. coming to my head. <laughs> I, think, actually, I think it's called Where You Are. Where You Are, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's the one. Thank mm-hmm. you. Okay. You know, Moana had the luxury of being an island movie where they could use islandy music, those kind of instruments and that kind of take, whereas with... Um, under the sea and and the little mermaid they kind of had to come up with something you know they right, they use calypso music yeah they're like mm-hmm. what the heck would instruments and, By making, and a band yeah. under or the under <laughs> the, the ocean is like jamaican like, so they're yeah. yeah yeah um and it was it fit incredibly well mm-hmm. but it's just kind of a, an interesting difference you see there where um they use some of the same instruments i know there's a lot of like steel drums and and marimbas and that kind of stuff in both but they still end up sounding super different also i'm thinking about their main songs and because we're talking about the characters themselves and i'm thinking about the main songs i'm thinking about the reprises too or reprises oh yeah you know where with moana it's like she has a reprise pretty much at every pivotal moment of the movie Mm -hmm. that they do the same thing in the little mermaid where you know when she saves him for the first time Mm -hmm. um and so (laughs) yeah and i don't know it's they are very similar. It's really hard to. <laughs> that, that's tough. Yeah. Judge. <laughs> Judge. Yeah. I mean, they are so similar. I was trying to think of you know the I want this song like the two songs that they have, and I was thinking that Moana's. If you think about it, she's kind of more talking about like a conflict that she's having more than like I know that um, Ariel she wants to go to you know up on the land and stuff but she's more of it's more of like an empowerment part of your world that's where I'm going to be versus Moana is like oh am I going to be like staying on the island no the ocean's kind of calling me there do I do it and because you see that part where she goes up onto the rock to put her like stone and then she says psych and then she looks out (laughs) to the ocean and then she starts singing like big part of it Mm -hmm. so I don't know they're both they're kind of different but they're so similar just because they both have like a underwater like 
islandy vibe to them in my head i've been thinking about it i think i have a winner i don't know i think i have a definitive answer let's hear it after we've been talking it really swayed me that i'm picking definitively i'm picking ariel to win okay because a couple things swayed me the fact that she brought back Disney really got me because I didn't know that. And that shocked me because I really. Yeah, it's so hard to disassociate the character with that fact. I mean, right. I it's, mean a, it's huge. It's crazy. It's the because like you said, without <clears throat> her, there would not have been all this. And then the song that was like the song that started the songs. So mm-hmm. I can't not ignore that fact. Yeah. So that is my answer. Wow, that's a great answer. Right. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's a great we choice. Have a winner. Yeah, we're really proud of you. It's really hard to do <laughs> I'm that. Sweating, but it's, it's fine. It's hard. <laughs> yeah, there's really. I mean, to us, there's really no wrong answer. So yeah. it, you don't have to be worried about what we think. And, and and we can we can even say right now we love all of the princesses on that <laughs> yeah. in this I bracket. Mean, They're all great. We, I mean, yeah. some more than others. <laughs> I would agree. No, I, that's okay. You, you can say you can say that you have a favorite. <laughs> I mean, I mean, sure. Yeah, that's um, totally fine. Yeah, but everybody does. Right. Yeah. Who? Yeah, exactly. But what I'm trying to say is, no matter who, go, no matter who moves on, they're all great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so difficult. And, and it's, yeah, it is hard to disassociate her from the fact that you know she yeah. started the Disney Renaissance. But if she wasn't a great character, no, they would have flopped. It right. wouldn't have done well. Yeah. Right. She, and Disney would have had a lot more right. trouble bouncing back. That's awesome. That's a good choice. Sweet. Nice right. job. Are you ready to move on to part two? Next. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. I feel like now that I've picked the first one, I'm a little more yeah. ready to pick. And we weren't and we weren't mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> we won't be mad at you. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm, <laughs> I'm more worried about him. I'm kidding. I'm not mad at you. Not at all. No, good all choice. Right. No, I like your I like your reasons. The next one we have on the list is Jasmine versus Ooh. Rapunzel. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be tough <laughs> the one, those are my favorite princesses so so this is the one you've been that's, dreading that's actually yeah. it's really good that you're here for that matchup then i think yeah. so mm. what why are they your favorites that's probably I that'll think, probably help us i think they're my favorite because they both i'm like a very you you might back me up or you might totally crap on this um <laughs> i like i'm very like a sassy person in general and i think both of these princesses have a level of sass to them. They both defy like their parents and kind of Jasmine goes up to her dad and like, I don't want to follow the marriage rule. Like that's not what I'm about. So that's awesome. And then Rapunzel is like, no, I'm not staying up in this tower. I want to go see the lights and, you know, runs off. So I think they both have independence and I love that from both of them. That's why they're so similar. And that is why I'm going to have a difficult time. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. I guess they both kind of start out the same mm-hmm. where they're both locked up somewhere mm-hmm. uh they can't leave and they have to defy everything they've ever known mm-hmm. in order to achieve their goals so and this is an it's kind of very similar to theme you know as mm-hmm. as disney grew up and yeah. got more you know the women <laughs> became a lot more empowered and a lot more mm-hmm. yeah absolutely so it is really and to it does really say something to for jasmine to say that her being paired up with rapunzel is so tough because Rapunzel is a much later princess. Yeah. And so back in 1992, her being that way, the, that character being so empowered and being so interesting, you know, obviously yeah. was a very special thing. Despite the movie not being about her, she still ends up being like a yeah. you know, a key element in the entire movie. Which, right. mm-hmm. I mean, obviously all the princesses are. But like, especially in this one, because, un, you know, not unlike Ariel that we just discussed falling for Prince Eric and having that be end up being her drive. Aladdin 
falls for Jasmine, mm-hmm. and it it's ends backwards. up kind of being his drive, you know? Mm-hmm. So that says a lot yeah, about her. Yeah, I never thought about that. That is kind of backwards. Usually the princess is the main character, not the prince. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. Aladdin isn't a prince. Technically, you're right. But mm-hmm. he marries in a royalty. And you know so what else is we weird? <laughs> Rapunzel never knows that she's a princess, and Jasmine does. I don't know if that gives, like... It's, it's it's weird. It's something because, yeah. you know, Jasmine wants to kind of leave the royalty mm-hmm. life and just is sick of the rules that come along with it. She doesn't care about the money. She, yeah. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's unclear whether she cares about ruling Agrabah. That's, mm-hmm. you know, he, neither here or there. But, but then, yeah, with Rapunzel, she doesn't even know that she's royalty. So she's, but she yeah. still ends up, she's kind of, cont- well, not content with her life, but she's yeah. not longing for power or or they they both have very pure intentions they just want to live their lives they just want to be them Mm -hmm. they're both that way you know rapunzel honestly hers is even more simple Mm -hmm. she just wants she doesn't even she's not even resent her mother uh (laughs) (laughs) you know she does I don't know how to, she, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, adopted I mean, mother. <laughs> her name's Mother Gothel. That's what they call her. So, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Mother. So, yeah. She, she doesn't even have any doubts that that is her mother. Yeah. No true. doubts whatsoever. Which is crazy. And you know what? She probably wouldn't have even stayed away. She like, you know, if her mother. come back. Yeah. If her mother was like, yeah, sure. Go see the lights or whatever. I'll oh. go with you. She would have been like, okay, yeah. that was awesome. I'll go back and live in the tower forever. Right. Mm-hmm. But that would have been so weird right well because there would have been no story (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's the thing yeah Yeah. because that the whole the whole driving force of the story is that mother gothel is smothering her Mm -hmm. and not allowing her to be who she Mm -hmm. wants to be because if mother gothel just had loved her like a regular mother yeah i mean she never would have left there she wasn't so crazy (laughs) yeah she would have always come back and really, she you know was just afraid people would find out she was magic and mm-hmm. all that stuff and whatever. But wouldn't want them for her for themselves. Yeah, yeah. Because Rapunzel knew that she was magic. She mm-hmm. she knew that there was. I mean, she knew she could heal people with yeah. her hair. She knew that you know, but she didn't care. She didn't. She didn't know why that. she had it either. Yeah, like, she never had a backstory. Like you imagine not knowing anything about. Yeah, having, like having one day someone like just brushed your hair and you sing a song. And you're like, okay. <laughs> it's just normal. Yeah, it's yeah. just yeah. what you grew up with. Yeah. And she doesn't use that to her advantage. She never Mm -hmm. tries to use it to, you know, get ahead or anything. She just, really, she just wants to see lights. Yeah. And she's more nervous about her hair getting cut off than anything. Like, when she goes out or Flynn comes in, he's like, she thinks he's about to steal her hair. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, she doesn't even realize. That's what her mother's been telling her her whole life is that people are going to come after That's why her hair is so long because she can't cut it. Yeah. That's like the whole... So if we're going to compare them, um, how how would we do that? That would probably be, I well, mean. first of all, for a quick second, I want to compare their animal companions. <gasps> okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Raja, I just love them. Raja is amazing and Pascal is amazing. And that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's a good comparison. I would have to second yeah. the motion. <laughs> I, I totally to can, that. I can choose one over the other now from that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, I mean, they're not important. We didn't talk too much about, like, the rest of them, but... Right. Because um, every princess has their Yeah, they have and a it's kind of a, It's mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Uh, even before the Disney Renaissance, they kind of had their, their animal companions. Um, but anyway, for to compare them, um, Jasmine, they both have that drive to kind of leave and, and do what they want. They both kind of, you know, seemed like they would just go back after a while. Mm-hmm. Maybe not Jasmine. Right. I Like, she she 
wanted to get away from the rules more than it was mm-hmm. the place. Right. You know, she just wasn't allowed to leave. She wanted to go check out Agrabah just because she lived there her whole life and has never yeah. seen it or that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then probably would go back. But she would still have the problem of being forced to marry somebody who she didn't want. You know, all these pompous princes that keep <laughs> um, rolling up to mm-hmm. Agrabah trying to get her, you know. Whereas, as we mentioned with Rapunzel, she probably would have been content to just mm-hmm. go back after she saw the lights. I mean, if she had, if Aladdin had not become a prince mm-hmm. um and she had met him in the marketplace as a commoner do you think she would have just kept going out there until one day you know what i'm in love with this guy bye uh, i mean I, maybe um i don't know i mean the the problem you know i think in that case the problem was is the villain is jafar causing uh-huh. the issue because otherwise she if she had just done that she was staying with aladdin in his like i don't know his bungalow yeah, you know, um, <laughs> for for a minute, and and maybe would have gone back to visit him, right, multiple times, and yeah, maybe it would have led to well, that. Maybe she would have just tried to convince her father to change the law so yeah. she could marry a commoner. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say without Aladdin, I don't know if like she would have ever had more of an urge to break the law because before Aladdin. She doesn't really have the urge to marry at all. I don't know. That could be like like she'd rather just rule you know by what? herself. Yeah, you know maybe what? married to and someone. Like that- yeah, be. Queen by herself. Either that or it could be like she would have ended up marrying one of the princes if she just if she liked them. It just turned out that all the ones that came by were It turned out that Aladdin (laughs) was the best. Yeah. Do you think she would do that for her people? Like if she loved Aladdin but was but she's not a prince, so she'd have to marry somebody else? I don't think so. You don't think she would? No, I think she would do what she wanted at the end of the day. It's like one of those stories that if you love someone you don't like I'm not gonna be queen then. Like, pick somebody else or, like, something dramatic like that. She might have gotten away with it until Jafar stepped in because, like... It's because Jafar like, is a... Because this, for, the, for the darn for Jafar. Pesky yeah. villain. Pesky, Jafar. pesky um, Jafar. But, but, but for real, though, because the Sultan is kind of a pushover. True. I mean, yep. he's Facts. manipulated the entire movie, and he, he loves Jasmine enough to have been like, look, this is the way it is. But he probably would have. I mean, you could, probably could eventually. have convinced him, right? So, right. so he's not really the issue. It was then Jafar later who but wanted that's... all the riches and yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. I so, was gonna say yeah. earlier about like Jasmine versus Rapunzel. Is Rapunzel also has a temporary goal? If you think mm-hmm. about it, because mm-hmm. she's just like, I want to go see the lights, and then if she never learned about Mother Gothel through all of her adventures, she probably would have come back. So, sure. what would have happened after mm-hmm. that? Like, how much? Would she have left again or would she right. want to, without learning about what exactly everything, like yeah. that she's a princess. And and another thing, temporary. I'm trying to break into more of their personalities here. Um, Rapunzel is a very trusting person. Mm-hmm. Once, once Flynn wins her over, she then basically trusts right. everybody. She's like, oh, my mom was wrong about everyone, even though that's not necessarily true. Mm-hmm. You know, there's still other bad guys around. But true. But, you know, she walks into that, that thug that, bar and is like, I'll yeah. sing a song with these guys. She's so innocent. Yeah, yeah exactly. She's Love very innocent. <laughs> Whereas I think Jasmine is probably more aware of the dangers uh, right. outside of the mm-hmm. palace. The moment she thinks that Aladdin's there for her money. You she, know, yeah, I'm right. not a prize to be won. Yeah. Right, exactly. Then she's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that honestly, she's like, oh, okay, never mind. Because, I mean, yeah. that's another thing, too. Like, she takes some convincing 
to go on the carpet ride. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. any any person probably, mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be tough to. Well, there's a part in Tangled where she gets the crown back and she's debating whether to give it back to him because will he leave her? So there's like another dilemma. So I guess there she there yeah. she has kind of the conflict mm-hmm. because she doesn't want him to just leave. But she believes that he won't. She was going to give it to mm-hmm. him. Yeah. They I, don't give it to him until she's on the boat. I think. All the lights. Oh, sorry. Oh no, you're fine. I just. <laughs> I was thinking about uh, their actions at the climaxes of the film because I feel like these two characters, uh, what they do near the end really kind of defines who they are. With Rapunzel, you think about the fact that she has to... Mother Gothel is the only person she really knows mm-hmm. and it's the only person that she really uh, probably loves, um, you know, despite the fact that she imprisoned her and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And she has to turn against her. She has to, you know, fight her. That's not easy. It's not an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. And when you think about Jasmine, we were thinking about today, we were like, how does she, you know, help out Aladdin in the in the final act of the film? And, you know, she seduces Jafar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As only um, a woman can. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretending to fall for the love spell and therefore, you know, distracts him enough so that they can, you know, defeat him. That, that's an interesting point. It, it, it's, it's, they're both really difficult things to do, especially because Jafar is such a gross... She kisses him! She kisses him. Yeah, that little beard. Um, <laughs> um, Ew. The beard is so... Twisted. twisted. <laughs> oh my god. But, but like you said, it might be harder for someone like Rapunzel to do it because Mother mm-hmm. Gotham was the only person she had ever known. Whereas Jafar is just like, oh god, my dad's vizier is a total punk, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, she probably didn't even like Jafar from the beginning. I, yeah. I don't think anyone um, did. Whereas, like, Rapunzel, <laughs> that's got to be really hard, you know, realizing that the per- the only person that you've ever trusted your whole life yeah. has, has lied. been lying yeah. to you. And, and you watch them fall out a window and disintegrate before mm-hmm. your very yeah. eyes. Yeah, what? Yeah. Great. <laughs> Interesting way to die. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I never thought about that. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. I know this is this is a really tough one, and I thought we would be able to help Haley come to her decision, but I don't think we're doing a very <laughs> yeah. good job. Yeah. I don't know if we made <laughs> well, it worse or not. Well, let's 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 talk about songs for a Ooh. second. All right, let's start with Jasmine because she has one, one. and it's a duet. It's a duet it's with Aladdin. Amazing, but it's but it's a mm-hmm. it's a big one. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. Whole New World is like one of the one of those mm-hmm. top five songs that's on every Disney playlist ever. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Whereas Rapunzel has, she um, sings every. She sings, she sings like the fir- When Will My Life Begin, which is like the first minute of the movie. Almost all Less of the songs, that. right? Then yeah. I have a dream, yeah, and at last I see the light. I think she sings all. Of, I mean, yeah, because well, she's played by has a song. Yeah. Mother Gothel has a and song. She's played by a singer, yeah, so <laughs> yeah. it made more sense. But I think her big song is like When Will My Life Begin. That's like mm-hmm. her. I want to do this song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and, and Jasmine. So the music for Aladdin is kind of it's very special and different than the other Disney movies. It is kind of special. Uh, there really isn't a full-fledged I Want More song except for the reprise of Riff Raff Street Rat. Ugh. You know, that song. Mm, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and there really isn't a villain song um, when it comes to, except for a reprise where he says oh, Prince Ali. Prince Al- his yes. reprise, yeah. Yeah, Jafar so. sings a new version of Prince Ali, mm. and it's only like 30 seconds long. Mm-hmm. So it is, it, it does, it's a little different from all the other yeah. movies, um, but it has that show-stopping uh, song, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, a whole new world, which is like a genre-defining mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that song is, ab- I mean, absolutely it transcends the rest of the movie at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, some people might argue that I, at last I see the light is. I mean, it is the showstopper of 
tangled, mm-hmm. but I mean, at least in my mind, it can't, it's not on the same level as Whole New World only because of the sheer magnitude that song has. But right. not to say that it's a bad yeah. song. And it's another duet, Rapunzel gonna, and Flynn. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that it defies it when you see the movie at the same time. Like, if you're listening to the song, True. I think they're, you know, you can tell the difference. But when you watch Aladdin and you watch Tangled and you're watching those parts, the point with the lanterns and the boat in the water, that, like... It's kind of the very bu- cool build like, up by the rest of the movie. Yeah, that's like what they've scene. been waiting Absolutely. for. And it's yeah. towards the end and it's right before the big climax where everything starts going wrong. Mm-hmm. And then with Jasmine, it's more of just like a middle man, like in the center of the movie where there's no twist yeah. yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's true. So like, I feel like you have to watch the movie to like then compare. But the songs on their own, I do it like agree that. A whole new world has a little bit of an edge just compared to like music mm-hmm. right i mean and you're totally right to compare those two songs because those are both the we're falling in love mm-hmm. like that's what those songs are <laughs> um and they're both duets it is tough i mean uh because it's hard to compare jasmine and feel like you're giving her a fair ch- chance mm-hmm. because she's not a main character yeah and she doesn't get nearly as much time as any other princess no. On this list, maybe except Sleeping Beauty, you know, yeah, she gets the least time with everybody, <laughs> which is crazy because I mean she's the name <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> it is kind of tough to like, you know, look at the two and, and feel like you can, you know, really look at them evenly because mm-hmm. Jasmine has such a strong personality and she's honestly, without her, the movie would have been totally flat. If it had just been some girl that oh yeah. she's pretty like a prince charming <laughs> yeah like nobody like princess yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like you have a movie that has a male protagonist and yet you don't have a prince charming character where they right. just come into mm-hmm. either you know just kind of fill space or be a plot point she's actually a great character and so that's she is really special because she has so little time and yet makes such an impact and when you have all these other characters and you have Rapunzel too. The whole movie is her. She sings a lot mm-hmm. of the songs. Um, and yeah, she goes through the biggest change. And all yeah. That. Whereas Jasmine was kind of set. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, she was already who she was and Aladdin goes through the yeah. change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So is this is helping at all. <laughs> I mean, yeah, in a way I've never thought about the characters in so much depth. I think it's nice to like really get yeah. to the nitty gritty mm-hmm. of who they are. Yeah. That's what this is all about. <laughs> but that doesn't make it any easier. No, <laughs> no, it's still really. hard. Yeah, we, we think a lot about this stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> wait, I actually think I have a decision because I've been thinking Ooh. about it. Okay. Because I've been thinking about this since I knew we were talking about it because they're both my favorites. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like. I need at least, like, to have an idea. I need a week in advance. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing you told me early. If I walked in here and you were like, yeah, we're debating Jasmine and Rapunzel, I would be like, uh, what? <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. Flip um, a coin. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard, like I said, because they are my favorite two princesses, so I feel like I'm betraying one of them when I pick the other. No. In my own, no. No, just in my own heart, I feel Aww. that way. But, um... I think on this one I have to go, and I'm not taking it back. I think I have to go with Rapunzel. All right. Because that she is such a pivotal part of the plot. Like, I don't know. Jasmine obviously isn't the main character, which, like, I don't think helped my decision. I think it was mostly because Rapunzel goes through such, like, a character arc 
-hmm. in the movie like she is this like knows only mother gothel then she gets adapted to the whole entire world in one day and then falls in love at the same time saves the kingdom comes back kind of like all these different things at the end Mm -hmm. she matures really quickly and she falls in love and mother she defeats mother gothel like obviously with the help of you know flynn helping her by cutting her hair and things but i think she just has a huge character arc that i can't deny and she doesn't yeah. fall in love lightly. No. I mean, mm-hmm. they know each other for a while. Yeah, for yeah. a while. And I think it takes her, right. you it, know, it, some time to get to know him, too. And, yeah. like, she she tied him up trust. and was like, yeah, she tied him up. <laughs> yeah, and with her own hair. She had the frying pan at yeah. first, you know? <laughs> so Which she, ends up being an incredible weapon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I think. That's why I keep one. <laughs> well, that's a great yeah. I, that's a great choice We're yeah really, that was that didn't seem see? so hard well, you did it it's because i was thinking about it for so long <laughs> <laughs> i had to think about it for there you go yeah nice. we're proud of you you're doing a great job great Thank job you. judge better than the last judge oh yeah. shade all right <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> I wonder if he heard it's me. fine no, i don't think you did <laughs> uh, yeah, i'll play so. it for him later okay, though cool. yeah <laughs> Can't wait. Can't you wait are doing message. such a good job, though. We're, thank you. We're having a great time. Yeah, thank you. We're going to take a quick break to talk about PodCoin. Are you enjoying the Black Case Diaries? Well, the PodCoin app pays you to listen to this podcast and every podcast. It's the podcast player that pays. Just get the app free on iPhone or Android, and you can use the PodCoin you earn to claim gift cards or donate to charity. Use the invite code BLACKCASE in all caps, and you'll get 300 PodCoin right away. Also, earn PodCoin faster by listening to bonus podcasts like the Black Case Diaries and others. And uh, enjoy listening. Okay, so the next two people on our list are Belle and Pocahontas. So, okay, um, I guess we should just jump right go. into it, right, guys? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so uh, let's start with Belle. Uh, we talk about Ariel kind of, you know, starting the Renaissance. Belle is also partially responsible for the Renaissance just because if they hadn't followed it up with mm-hmm. with such a, a an amazing movie, right. mm-hmm. uh, it, you know, it, it would have been like, oh, all right, never mind. They had a great moment, but right, yeah. right. bye-bye, Disney. They, one they, hit wonder. They wouldn't have been as reliable as a company. Yeah. They, yeah. Need, they needed that one-two punch with, with Beauty mm-hmm. and the Beast. Right. Um, sure didn't. It sure didn't hurt that uh, it got nominated for Best Picture. Oh yeah, mm. it it was, and it I mean that was historic, huge. Yeah, it being nominated for Best Picture was a, a huge thing because that was not a thing that happened. It ha- it happened like a few more times in recent years, but at that point, that was not a thing that ever happened. Um, they kind of th- this is what really started showing people that you could make an animated movie and it could be taken incredibly seriously, and that it was a big feat. And so Belle is a big part of that. She has her own things. She wanted to read books, wanted to live her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she didn't were... even care about fitting in. Right. Mm-hmm. They like call exactly. her odd the whole, mm-hmm. in that it, it, first it, song. And she's like, about, I don't behind care. her back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That is kind of mixed in with her, her I want more song. Right. Which, you know, kind of isn't as obvious. It's not yeah. big, you know, really. She, she's like, oh man, this is a pretty quiet town. Uh, I I wish yeah, that move on I wish these people weren't so simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it'd be cool if more stuff happened around here. Maybe mm-hmm. if they got more books at the library or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Since she's but, read them all. But really, she wasn't. She she had what she she did what she liked doing every day. Um, she was happy to live with her father. 
being she the kind inventor of gets and stuff. pulled into the story. Yeah. yeah. Instead know? of like her pushing herself. Right. And I know that happens a few other times in the movies, but this is, you know, she was like only the second of the Renaissance princesses. So this was like her being so headstrong and rejecting, you know, the fact that she's rejecting the advances of the most handsome mm-hmm. man in town. Yeah, yeah. Not <laughs> um, even interested at yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> How dare she? Right. <laughs> so with Beauty and the Beast, it's uh, based off of a fairy tale. Pocahontas is special and different because she's based on a real person. Yeah. Yes, um, she is. And so it is really, <laughs> these two are not nearly as similar as some of the other matchups that we've done. Mm-hmm. But I think that they are a good matchup just because they they really, neither one of them was driven by love. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, Pocahontas, she just wanted... You know, she didn't want to settle down. Yeah. She was yeah. kind of against was, the idea of love, cause, well, or not love. She she was supposed to marry Kokoam, mm-hmm. kind of in the same way Moana was meant to lead the village. I mean, obviously without marrying anybody. Right. But mm-hmm. um, she was supposed to be the next leader along with Kokoam. Um, but she was like, nah, fam, I don't right. want it. Yeah. And she just wants freedom and yeah. just wants yeah. to be who she is. Same as Belle. She just right. wants to see what's around the river bend. <laughs> <laughs> she feels like something something incredible might be waiting for her. Right. Yeah. So she doesn't mm-hmm. want to stop. Kind of in the opposite way that, I mean, well, I Belle think... wants more stuff to happen too, but she was a little bit more content with that. Yeah. Not to the same Pocahontas extent is. as Pocahontas right. was. Yeah. Belle, I mean, she mostly gets pulled into the story because of her devotion to her dad. Right. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he goes missing and she's like, okay, well, I better mm-hmm. go find him. And then it's like, okay, I will, I will give myself up mm-hmm. so that my dad can be free. And mm-hmm. that that's yeah. the you know, that moment so early in the movie that a big defining moment like that doesn't usually happen so early yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Um, but she shows so quickly what she's willing to do for her dad. With Pocahontas, she doesn't get a moment like that. And that's, I mean, we can't really compare them in that respect because that's not really fair. Mm-hmm. The, mo- yeah. the movie didn't give her the opportunity to have that moment. But, you know, as the, the movie goes on, you kind of start to feel, you know, Pocahontas, you know, she's not really putting herself above her people. <laughs> she, yeah, she, like she doesn't want to be tied down to be leader. Yeah. Right. She she does that until until the end when the settlers arrive and yeah. um, uh, them and her tribe are butting heads, obviously. Um, yeah. But she, uh, having met John Smith and, and getting to know him you know, sort of falls in love with him sort of for the sake of the movie. Mm-hmm. But, but, you know, I think beyond falling, just loving him realizes how similar they are and how they just, you know, yeah. Oh, these new people just don't live the same way as we do. We can show them how, you know, how it's better to live with nature or whatever. Her defining moment is stopping the war mm-hmm. basically. Right. Yeah, she has a wisdom that the yeah. other characters and and because the true villain of Pocahontas is racism. racism. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the true villain really it's the fact mm-hmm. that they believe yeah. that they're all they're so different and that you know they're savages like the song "Savages," mm-hmm. which is you know a, a, an incredible song. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk about Disney scores in a different episode. Yeah, but you know they see each other as the villain, right? And it, it's. And and Pocahontas is the only person in the movie who sees that, up until you know the very mm-hmm. end when she's when she saves yeah. him. Right. There is kind of that the leader of the settlers who just is there for gold who kind of yeah pushes it to mm-hmm. the limit a mm-hmm. little bit. 
but but yeah, you're right. The 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 actual villain of the whole story is right. them believing that they're different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, whereas the villain of Beauty and the Beast is. It's actually very similar when you think about it because yeah. the, mm-hmm. the villain of Beauty and the Beast is the fact that you know they don't understand who the Beast is and yeah. therefore fear him mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then want to kill him. And they, mm-hmm. they talk about it in the Kill the Beast song. Yeah, we don't like what we don't understand. In mm-hmm. fact, it scares us. Yeah. And, and that's essentially in, in uh, Savages, they're different from us, which means they can't be trusted. So, so in, in order to bring it back to the, the characters themselves, in Belle's case, she... Um, starting out kind of believes that a little bit that the beast is scary mm-hmm. and and can't be trusted but very early on because from the help of Lumiere and the rest of them the beast starts to be nicer sort of and she kind right. of mm-hmm. is like okay I'll go to the nicer room yeah I don't want to <laughs> stay in the tower um, yeah um but she's still very hesitant she for see- a long time. Yeah. And then she, she sees it pretty quickly, though. You know, that, right. like, yeah. right. he's actually just a sad person. Lonely. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. The idea of the mm-hmm. whole movie looking beyond his outer shell being this crazy, gross, I guess, looking beast, even though. <laughs> even though he's, like, adorable honest. in right. the movie. Yeah. Yeah. He's amazing. <laughs> um, where in Pocahontas' case, um, she's so infatuated with new yeah she sees the sails of the ships coming and it's like oh yeah here we go something's happening something's yeah. interesting and she kind of dives in despite her friends and father right. her, her friend her one friend i've yeah. forgotten her name um and her father saying uh no <laughs> she was bored <laughs> you should be you should right. be yeah yeah she was bored she was just kind of bored with what it was and and almost without hesitation kind of dives in Without being prompted, mm-hmm. she shows John Smith that they are the same, even though right. everybody else mm-hmm. needs to go through this, you know, all of the all of this stuff to figure out that you know right. we're all people. Mm-hmm. She immediately is like, "Oh, you think I'm a savage? Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> and that has this, you know, the absolutely beautiful song mm-hmm. where she's showing him, look, we see the world differently, but that doesn't mean yeah. that you know." I'm any less of a person or I'm any less civilized yeah, than you are. Yeah. And, you know, this is already, like, this is already a concept that she is talking about early in the film that everybody else has to come to later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> a good point. I mean. And, and if we talk about her wanting more song, it, it's much more, I guess, traditional wanting more song because it's about what's around the river bend. You yeah. know, I don't want to, I don't want to sit still. I, she she literally comes to a fork in the river, <laughs> whereas like we mentioned earlier with Belle, it's, it's kind of hidden within yeah. a yeah. setting the setting even get the a scene full song. song doesn't yeah. even get a full song. It just at the very end right. of the beginning mm-hmm. song, she's like, "I want adventure in the great wide somewhere." And that's yeah. like basically the line that her like rep- tells you yeah. yeah what it's about because the whole beginning song is right. like making fun of her Loki. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then she's also, it's actually a really funny song because yeah. they're all talking about how she's so weird and she's like, God, these people are so basic. Like, yeah, that, basically. That is, yeah, <laughs> like that's the song. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going to think about, you know, with their personalities, Belle has a very loving personality, I would say, that, she, and she's also very intelligent. She's probably one of the smartest of the Disney princesses mm-hmm. because 
it's really thrown in our faces because of the books. She yeah, loves I was about books. To say, she mm-hmm. reads books. So she's smart, right? <laughs> yeah. Guys, mm-hmm. yeah. Books. Surprising, she didn't have like glasses. Yeah. Did her and father then, have a monocle? I think he did. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> she's and yeah, she's smart. She's different. She's used to being different. Um, with Pocahontas, she's different, but like she has to kind of keep that low key because you know people aren't going to be happy with her for mm-hmm. wanting to not marry him, wanting to. They're going to think that she's kind of betraying. Cause him. trouble, yeah. yeah. As we, because you know, as we've seen, people think that the newcomers. Are, I mean, and they're right, but they think that the newcomers are going <laughs> to like hurt every. I mean, yeah. Th- her explaining to them, oh no, no, it's I, I'm going to not marry this guy. I'm going to go and be with the new people that's that landed here they that probably wouldn't have flown very well so she, you know bell has no shits man she does yeah. not care no she i mean <laughs> she throws caution to the wind she does mm. she up front is like no i'm not gonna marry Gaston. all the women go what you know she's like i'm not i know you yeah. guys you know yeah she he ain't it, all that yeah and mm-hmm. do you i'm kind of asking because i'm not really sure because the rest of the town, including Gaston, kind of all agree that Belle is the most beautiful girl mm-hmm. in town. Because mm-hmm. they say, like, oh, she's weird, but she's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think she kind of isn't aware of that or knows that she's the most beautiful? I don't and think still... she knows. I don't think she even thinks I, about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't even that's think she cares gonna... about beauty That's in kind this of sense. where I'm... That's what I'm thinking, but I wasn't sure what you yeah, guys thought. Yeah, because she's mm-hmm. so focused on, like, she is technically, I guess we could say, the smartest princess. Like, that's what she is there for. So I think the beauty, she doesn't even think about that. She's just so focused on, like, her dad and, like, reading and all these different things that she likes to do and her simple life versus, yeah. like, she doesn't care about the beauty part. Yeah. Like some mm-hmm. of the other girls, like those three girls who are like, oh my God, Gaston. Who'd fawn over Gaston. <laughs> yeah. The like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they're, they're, those girls are kind of like the depiction of what all the other women in town yeah. are like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's like, yeah. this is normal. It's not normal to care about books and your mm-hmm. dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor dad. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, I think Pocahontas kind of has a similar thing in her movie where um, Kokowom is like the best warrior in the tribe. Yeah. And her friend is like, dang, he's a, he's a stud. I'll what? marry Coco I'll if marry, you yeah, don't want to. Exactly. She's <laughs> super into him. And mm-hmm. and that's kind of, we could, we could assume that probably the rest of the women of the tribe right. feel uh-huh. similarly. Yeah. yeah. But again, Pocahontas is like, nah, but not for the same reason. And it, and when you think about huh. these two movies too, like <clears throat> some of the stuff like being laid out, it's so real in the context of Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. Like they kill Coco yeah. You know, like, it's not, you know what I mean? Like, this is, and it's not that she, and it's not that he was somebody she hated. It wasn't like he was a Gaston kind of character where it's really easy to hate Gaston because mm-hmm. he's pompous mm-hmm. and he's a dick. Yeah. And it's like, it's <laughs> so easy to hate him, but Kokowam was just a warrior in her village that she was supposed to marry, you know? Yeah, yeah he had, doesn't really have a, yeah. do much he, in the yeah. actual movie. He cared, you know, he was obviously, you know, cared enough about the village to do it yeah who knows whether or not he wanted following to. tradition yeah. i mean he yeah. hardly talks to her yeah you know and but and you're but you're absolutely right um it kind of sucks when kokom gets killed you know yeah. yeah i feel i feel terrible and about it for her to see that happen and, and still not hate them yeah, yeah. you know yeah. that that's kind of a big deal you know this is, this is not somebody she hated with bell it I mean, I, I applaud her for not falling for Gaston's charms, but I guess maybe to us, like as the viewer, it's so easy for us mm-hmm. to see that he's 
awful. He's a right. dick. Yeah. So yeah. we're just like, it, this is, you know, okay. Like, you know, it's kind of a no-brainer for us. Like, yeah. when we're watching yeah. it, we're like, well, obviously she doesn't want to be with him. He's yeah. not even that good looking. No, you know? he's not no. at all. No. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The beast in beast form looks better than he does. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it really says... Like, looks mean nothing to Belle because right. supposedly Gaston is the most handsome man you've ever seen in your life. Mm-hmm. And the beast is a beast. In in both cases, she does not care about the looks at all and realizes that Gaston is a total pompous jerk inside and that the beast is actually really nice. Which is a good quality like, to have. Understanding guy I mean. inside. But another thing is that the beast wasn't that way to begin with. I mean, true. he had he learned to be that way after ten years. I mean, it's true. He, I, mean, I yeah. think he learned a lesson. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he was a bratty little eleven-year-old kid. Yeah, who was only po- took possibly, him ten years. Yeah, yeah, possibly wrongfully punished. I mean, <laughs> yeah, for could, so long. You could say it was a bit extreme Maybe. to do that <laughs> to a kid. To eleven. I mean, he was alone but... for ten years. Yeah. What? But in, I guess in fairy tale age, eleven is like practically middle age. So yeah, you're yeah. basically right. supposed to have a crisis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, midlife crisis. Yeah, <laughs> I think I might have an answer. Let's hear it. All right, this one actually, out of all of them, this has been probably the hardest out of them all, just because oh, really? because their storylines are so different than what you would think a princess's storyline would be. Because they're both, like, Pocahontas is, like, culturally a princess, like, in her own, like, way. And then Belle is not a princess at all until she gets kidnapped, which is, like, (laughs) that's the way you want to become a princess. Being kidnapped. Yeah. Right. But I think, like, what swayed me to pick my answer is, okay, my answer is Belle. Okay. All All right. Because... I think she had, she, at the beginning of the movie, she doesn't care about, you know, she basically doesn't give a flying, can we curse on this? Yeah. 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 She doesn't give a flying fuck about anything. And she doesn't. Mm -hmm. It's so true. Like, she does not care. And I think that's a great quality, like, being that way. Um, She realizes Gaston is an idiot. Obviously, the audience does. But I think in a town like that, you are so led to believe whatever everybody else believes because the town is so simple that I think that her being against the grain is also awesome. And then she gives her life and who knows how long she'd stay there, you know, if she didn't fall in love and all these things happen. Supposedly forever. Yeah, exactly. So her giving up the rest of her life, her simple life that she, you know, we assume that she liked. Right. To, you know, do this for her dad, I think, is what got me. I mean, that's such a good point. Because when you think about the beginning of the film, she's saying, I want more than this. And she already has the ability to go outside. Yeah. And to read books. And she gives up even the very little freedoms that Mm -hmm. she already had to save her dad for the rest of her life. Yeah. She wanted adventure. But she decided, no, I'm going to do this for my dad. And then... When she gets out of the castle, then she saves the beast. So yeah. she technically is like helping two different characters, you know, get out of their, you know, imprisonment or their own problems. Right. Well, there you go. Yeah. Well, good yeah. job. Nice hey. 
Yeah, we're Another proud. Like choice. we really are. This is this has been a really good round. This is working yeah. out. Yeah. That that one was hard though. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. I mean, it is tough because in, in Pocahontas, like. She, I mean, her song, her song is incredible. Her yeah, song is her. amazing. I love all the songs in that movie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Such Local good songs. Is, yeah, absolutely beautiful movie. And you know, I just, I really feel for her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That um, one was rough. hard. That yeah. one was harder than the favorite too. Really? Wow. Yeah. Just because I think I know so much about those two that it's easier for me to decide in my brain. But yeah. that was a lot more of like me getting brand new information. That's right. And then want. kind of like yeah, that's great. working it. In my brain. There you so. go. Yeah. Perfect. That's awesome. Yeah. I yeah. know too much about the other two. <laughs> well, hopefully you don't know anything about the last two. Honestly. Yeah. That we're about to do. That might be true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll get ready. Okay. Um, okay. So the last two we have for this round are Tiana and Merida. And uh, this is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah. This is the first time we've had a Pixar and a Disney uh, Against matchup. each other. Ooh. So do you guys ah. want to start with Tiana? Because she's on top right here. Yeah. All right. Sure. All right. sure. Tiana is in The Princess and the Frog. Obviously, mm-hmm. a very interesting Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Disney's official last two-dimensional movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is before they really started. They had already started some 3D, but this is when they really were like, 3D forever. That's it. Yep. <laughs> right after this one. <laughs> and um, when this came out, I do remember it not doing as well. Uh, and I think it honestly... I think it probably should have done a little bit better than it actually did. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, I think it was because of the 2D animation. Yeah. 3D had already been established, and Disney themselves had already yeah. made 3D movies. So right. when a 2D one comes out, people were like, eh. um, And it takes place in America. Yeah. Whoa, the only one. Uh-huh. So this is, it's very, yeah, this is cool. It's a really, she's Good a really one. special princess. Um, it's, a, it's a twist on the frog prince fairy tale mm-hmm. uh which i knew really well growing up so mm-hmm. i was like when i saw i was like huh <laughs> when she kisses it and turns she turns into a frog interesting yeah she's on the official princess list yep mm-hmm. but because of the movie kind of flying under the radar a little bit i mean we didn't put it on our underrated movies list because i mean it's mm-hmm. so hard to put a princess movie on that list mm-hmm. but yeah. like because come on, I mean it's one but of the big. But if we were Disney... to put one on, it, it would have been, been that. It yeah. would have been that, that one for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, why people kind of don't think of her initially? It's because she spends a good chunk of the movie as a frog. Yeah, that's <laughs> very true. You know, so it that probably <laughs> doesn't true. help. Yeah, and also, uh, also she's not a princess in the beginning. She marries into it. She's kind of like mm-hmm. you know a lot of these princesses. Here we go, mm-hmm. Tiana. I love Tiana a lot. Mm-hmm. I love both of these princesses, though. So I'm yeah. not. I'm yeah. not saying that I favor yeah. one over the other. I mean, she has a goal. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. She's incredibly hardworking, and I think out of all the yeah. princesses, she's the one where you see it the most. Yes. You really see her uh, pushing, and you know, she wants to run her own restaurant. Her goal is admirable. Um, and very realistic. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly. It's really like a material goal. Like you can actually see it. You mm-hmm. you know, it's like her goal is like to be the smartest or to be the prettiest. Like or anything. Not that that's anybody else's goal as a mm-hmm. princess. But it's something that you can see and that she can make happen. And she's obviously very skilled. She's a good cook. Um, and this, I mean, she works so mm-hmm. crazy. Like yeah. crazy amount of hours in this movie. Like if you're watching and you pay attention, you're like, oh my God. She's right. been on her feet. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of it's it's interesting how she she has her goal and it's a realistic one and she knows how to achieve it. But but unlike some of the other princesses, she is 
already doing it. Yes, and mm-hmm. she's doing it alone. She's doing yeah. it alone. She knows her goal. She's making it happen. And she's her song, she's almost there. Yeah. Like, she's right on the cusp of of her goal when the movie begins. Yeah. Yeah. Which well, is different from the It's rest. important, too, that, like you said, she's very hardworking in the beginning. You see her work, like, extreme hours. And I think it's important that she is one of the only princesses that people in the audience can relate to on that level because it's such a realistic right. goal. And the ambition is real. Instead of being like, I want to fall in love and marry <laughs> yeah. into the royal family. I want to move on land and yeah. not be a mermaid anymore. Yeah, I want to grow legs. <laughs> yeah, like all that stuff. <laughs> like this goal is something that we as an audience can be like, hey, I want to do that too. Or like little girls especially watching right. these movies and being like, she's running a restaurant and she's a princess. Yeah, that's cool. So I think that's an important <laughs> thing that is like great thing that we like show to the world that like princesses also have, you know, real life goals. So I think that's like a very important aspect to her character. Right. I mean, showing that somebody who is honestly some anybody that we could know mm-hmm. becomes a princess, you know, and the fact and her becoming a princess is not nearly the greatest achievement that she yeah. makes in the movie. You know, I mean, honestly, it's, right. that's it's, kind of a secondary thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. not I mean, you know, it, that's the thing like she. Um, you know, when she becomes the frog, she's basically, she's leading him everywhere. You know, she's just kind of like, look, we need to get back. And not because, you know, I just want to be a person. I I have dreams. I have goals. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. She, despite something ridiculous like that, she's still set yeah. on that goal. Yeah. It's like it's the like ultimate dream. It's like the most important thing for her, regardless of who the frog is or who she learns he is, she still wants that. Right. And when, you know, and when she falls in love with him, she finds a good way to balance Mm -hmm. loving him with her dreams. She doesn't have to give up one for the other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's something that, you know, everybody wants to be able to do. Yeah. (laughs) Man or woman, you know, princess or not, everybody wants to be able to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, she's incredibly relatable. And I think that the great, the great thing about watching her do manual labor is I mean, the thing the thing about that is that we don't really see any other princesses no. do that except Cinderella, mm-hmm. who's being forced, forced to, do to do it. it. Yeah, and she's doing all of this of her mm-hmm. own accord, and it's you know so we see that like mm-hmm. you can get messy, you can get dirty, you can work hard, and and do it on your own accord. Yeah, instead mm-hmm. of being forced to do it by an evil stepmother. Exactly. <laughs> so you know. Merida. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Also a badass yes. woman. So yes. Another war. Very similar. What you call a warrior princess. Yes. yes. I And I love that Merida, um, she follows like, you know, kind of the path of, I don't want to, you know, marry somebody. I want to be me. I want to be free. I want to live my life. And that is a common, very common theme with a lot of these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but, she, you know, she also is so skilled you know, she's really interesting because she has such a, a great talent. You know, she's mm-hmm. she's a good archer. And it's really fun to watch her do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Basically um, show up all of the other guys. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I, I, you know, that moment in the movie where she says, like, I'm going to win my own hand mm-hmm. instead of these men winning my hand for yep. me. You know, it's like she doesn't necessarily want to be with any guy ever. Mm-hmm. She's totally fine being alone because... She's like, I can rule by myself. Yeah, right. and she breaks that mold, too, because obviously all these people who are playing archery are men. Mm-hmm. So, like, the fact that a woman is coming out here showing them up in a probably, you know, manly 
thing to do in this like time period that it's in like that's awesome that she comes out and crushes them and it's so funny that you said um breaks that mold because they do it visually in the movie <laughs> yeah where, where she comes out and she she yeah she, wearing the dress yeah and she t- it tears, tears it. when she's doing that because yeah. normally she'd be walking right yeah like she's not penguin. prim and proper it's she so doesn't tight, want to be like that but then when she does she like moves to to pull her bow back this the seams on the dress rip the dress by her shoulders and it's the like She's breaking the mold yes. in so many nice ways. Nice visual. Yeah. Which, talking of that, unfortunately, when they put her in with the Disney princesses, yeah. they mold her to all the other Disney princesses. Yeah, and yeah. unfortunately, th- yeah, yeah, make her skinny. Like, they change her body type and everything. At least in Wreck-It Ralph 2, they didn't do it that, as much. I agree. Yeah. But when right. they first really put her good. in the lineup, they put her in the dress that she hated. They took yep. away her bow. Yeah. Yeah. I think they've gone, they've gone back on that a little bit. I've yeah. seen stuff with her where she has the bow on and mm-hmm. she's... She, I, yeah. she still has that dress, but it seems like it's not yeah. as, as tight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Which At least good. she's got her flowing hair. Because in yes. the movie, yeah. they try to they try to like bind down her hair with that really <laughs> yeah impossible. So, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about their relationships with other people, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we've got Tiana. Her main relationship is like her friend, her friend that's like obsessed with the prince. And then, you know, mm-hmm. but that's before she turns and she turns to a frog and, mm-hmm. you know, she's right. hanging out with the prince all the time. Right. Naveen, is that his name? I think so. Yeah. It's Naveen. And so she's hanging out with him and that's probably her most meaningful relationship. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. the the thing that's different with Merida is that her most meaningful relationship is probably with her mother. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Because the, the movie <coughs> is really about their, you know, because she has a relationship with her dad too. But the movie is so much more about her mom and her. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. her mother's really trying to n- not exact, not force her so much as just like nudge her in the correct direction yeah. of, of being what she needs to be because she's the daughter of the the, the clan leader mm-hmm. or whatever. Teaching a, her to like it. He's a king. Yeah. Right. I, mm-hmm. I just, whatever you'd call it. Um, is, it is he just a king? He's no, probably what? just a king. Yeah. Anyway. Um, she's, you know, pushing her into this, in this direction that she needs to go towards and, and getting married and, and having all this. Um, that's why when Merida breaks it so much, it's really a shot at her mother, like defying yeah. that mm-hmm. so much, even though they don't necessarily have a bad relationship, but you know, it kind of sucks yeah. that she had to do that and she and, did it anyway. And her mother doesn't quite see it as her, you know, being herself right her mother sees it as kind of a slap in the face yeah to her. embarrassing yes. her yeah because it's like look merida i did these things why isn't this life good enough for you yeah why are you better than this why are you better than me right. and so you know but she doesn't really like you know make that connection as, <laughs> right as a mother you don't want to think that yeah you know mm-hmm. that your daughter or or child is like saying that because i mean She's not purposefully right. saying that. So, like, I and that's the thing. It's it, it's that's you're talking about Tiana being relatable. Mm-hmm. Merida's re- relatable in this sense too, because you know I grew up. I was very very much tomboyish. I think that's mm-hmm. the phrase everyone would <laughs> use. Um, I hated makeup, purses. I didn't wear clothes that fit me. Mm-hmm. You know, I wore boy clothes. And the thing is, is that my mom was always trying to get me to not do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really like understand this situation because it wasn't like my mom didn't want me to be me, you know, it was just, there was a certain way that she thought that, you know, girls were supposed to be. And I was showing her that that's not, you know, and you can learn from each other that way. And that's something that 
happens with Merritt and her mom. Right, and it it goes to say that you never stop learning, even if you're mm-hmm. even if you're a parent or even if you're a grandparent. There's still things that you can always learn. Um, and this movie really shows that. Yeah. Like we said, her mother learns, you know, what she, what Merida really wants and kind of how to deal with that. Where and Merida realizes what she, kind of what she's doing and how important her mother really is to her. And you know, she, you know, Merida also finds out, you know, I guess that you know what you want necessarily isn't the most important thing, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. So and but it is good that she's able to change the way things are. Right, and you find that balance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're both really relatable in Absolutely. that sense. Um, and they're both really, this is really special, interesting characters. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Tiana living in America, in the South. I, I believe she's in, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, like a th- it was believe it, yeah, Somewhere it was in Louisiana. New- yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you've got that awesome, that awesome music that really matches, you know, the Love location mm-hmm. yeah. and the time period, the time period being like the 20s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you've got like this, Really, honestly, that that movie is stands out so far because of the location and the time period. Um, and same with um, Brave in the sense that Brave kind of takes place when most Disney princess movies take place, mm-hmm. and they take place in a foreign country, right? Not um, not in yeah. quote unquote England, right? Like most of them, yeah, or um, Europe. This was really the first one that I've ever seen where the main characters talk with a thick accent. Yeah. You know, you think mm-hmm. Being the Beast takes place in France. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and yet Lumiere is the only no. real <laughs> French person <laughs> yeah. um, in the movie. And, uh, you know, so you've got, like, this is really interesting. And, and I know Kelly McDonald voiced Merida. So they had actual Scottish people uh, do the voices. And um, another big one, obviously, being Pixar. And it doesn't have any songs. Like yeah. in the traditional mm-hmm. sense, there are, you know, songs that play along with the movie. Obviously, right. and some of them have lyrics, but they are these movies are so different from each other. Because mm-hmm. especially because you know, Brave is obviously three dimensional yep. uh, animation, and it being a Pixar movie. And and the thing is, is it stands out so far from other Pixar movies. Some people do forget sometimes mm-hmm. that it's a Pixar movie because it's a princess movie, mm-hmm. right? Um, it, yeah, and Merida is part of the official list, so you know, yeah. people might. Just think she's That's why Disney. it was so great in Wreck It Ralph too. When yeah. she when they said, Oh, we don't know what she's, she's saying. The other studio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that. That was perfect. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like that's you know, it is. It is very different mm-hmm. that they had somebody with such a thick accent. And mm-hmm. and by the way, somebody translated what she said or like transcribed what she said. Okay. It's Ooh. all Scottish slang, so nobody even yeah. knows what she oh. said anyway. That's so, cool though. Like, like, yeah. You you can read it, but who knows what I it knew means. when I listened to it, I recognized some of the slang. Mm-hmm. So I was and you guys asked me what she said when we walked into the <laughs> yeah. theater, and I was like, "Look, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what she said, but I do know that it was slang." Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, because <laughs> they 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 uh, but yeah um um, but like you said, it's really cool that they they did that for for this movie. Yeah, for Brave. We we can't talk about the songs for Brave because there aren't mm-hmm. any. Um, but we the can, music is still beautiful. The, absolutely, and, yeah, mm-hmm. culturally relevant to yeah. Scotland. But I do want to mention some of the songs in um, Princess and the Frog, uh, specifically the one "Human Again" or or "When We're Human." When I, we're human. When we're human, I think is the name. Yeah, it, it's just three the three characters singing the the alligator who I've forgotten his name who oh. plays the trumpet. Yep, the prince and and Tiana. Um, and, um, when her, her, I think his name's Louie, actually. 
I think the you're alligator. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, maybe. Um, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, Tiana's part, basically, if if you go back and listen to it, she, in her part, the the crocodile, like they they kind of tell what their goals are, and she still, yeah, is like. I want to be human again because I've got these dreams. I have my I family to worry about. To yeah, because yeah. the prince, his part is like, oh, I'm going to go back to the high life and live with all my money. And he even said part of his lyrics are, um, a redhead on my right, a, a, a brunette, brunette on my, my left, left. Yeah. a blonde to hold the candles or mm-hmm. whatever. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wow. It's in- and, wow. And, um, and she's <laughs> like, um, okay, whatever. I'm going to, I'm going to. Yeah, you know, that's I'm gonna ridiculous. Work, I'm gonna he work hard each and every off. day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he trusted a blonde with candles. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just kidding. What I'm are you a saying blonde. about yourself? <laughs> um, and then her, her other song, obviously, uh, almost there. Yeah, describes her goals perfectly. Yeah, it starts out where she even says, she's even saying like I don't, mom, mm-hmm. I don't have time for dancing. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like because obviously she also has like the pa- parental characters mm-hmm. that are mm-hmm. like, hey, maybe you should right. You know, because it's the 20s and women aren't really doing a whole lot of stuff yet still, mm-hmm. you know. And, and an African-American sure. woman at, at that. Exactly. Yeah. Um, She's definitely a great, ro- I mean, great um, fictional role model. Yeah. Incredibly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then this isn't her. She doesn't sing this song, but it, it, it influences her. Uh, the song called um, Dig a Little Deeper, mm-hmm. um, yes. where she, you know, she's kind of realizing that there's a little bit more to life than than her one dream. Obviously, that's still important, and you still want to go for that. But you can relax yeah. a little mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and um, and and let others help you. Kind of let them live their lives with you and together. And then, you know, as a group or, or as a couple or whatever, can achieve those goals. So mm-hmm. I really like that song, too. It's one of yeah. my favorites. Yeah, that's a good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's really interesting. Um I really like how strong-willed they both are. Uh, they're both incredibly independent. They don't really rely on anybody else to mm-hmm. do anything. Um, I think that, you know, with Merida, uh, she's a little more focused on, you know, being herself, but kind of a little bit at the destruction of her mom, not realizing yeah. how, you know, that could hurt her and that how it could, you know. But at the same time, you know... That's just that's just she kind wants of what she wants. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she's a she's a fiery redhead who's gonna get what she wants, right? right. Exactly. She's got a short temper, just like all all redheads. You think she's got a bag of souls? Or <laughs> kidding. That also kind of comes with the maturity difference between the two of them. Uh, Merida is like thirteen, I think. She's really oh, wow. young. She's I, I don't know if that's exact the exact age, but she's young. Young um, okay. and. And Tiana's a little bit older. I mean, she's working a full full time yeah, work. Yeah, she hasn't like she's beginning to take over, like do restaurant type right. stuff. Correct. Yeah. 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 She's a waitress, but then she's also starting to dabble in in the rest of the stuff you need to know to mm-hmm. run a restaurant. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, with with Tiana, she feels like she's actually honoring her parents instead of going against them. You know, her dad being—I believe it's her dad—that's a good cook, and her mom's a really hard worker too, which you also see in the movie. And so, you know, those things are a little different. You know, Tiana definitely has a different perception of the world than Merida does. So, you know, with Merida, it's like all that matters really is that me. And then, oh, oops, my mom's a bear now. Um, I should probably fix that. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) 
<laughs> maybe. maybe maybe i there's a little bit of a middle ground you know right and with tiana it's like she just needs to learn to kind of mm-hmm. dial back on her own dreams mm-hmm. a little bit yeah both of them both of them have a, a little i don't want to say it's they're too selfish because they're they're obviously not but you know a little bit of a selfish attitude towards the, what they want mm-hmm. and not realizing how it affects others um but yeah like you said uh tiana's a little bit more grounded in, in what's yeah. going on and isn't as drastic. Yeah. She learns to just kind of enjoy life more. Yeah, exactly. And yet she's still able to run a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> by the end of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Relying on other people to help. And, yeah. And when stuff she like that. now is married to a prince mm-hmm. and could therefore, you know, you know not have to work at not all. Not ever have to work for the rest Pretty of her much, life. Yeah. yeah. But but it wasn't about the money. It was about just wanting to do it, and you had a dream to run a restaurant because yeah, she enjoyed it. Yeah, finishing what you started. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think? I Judge. have an answer. All right, we did okay. it. Okay, we Woo. brought her. We brought her to an I answer. I have an answer. Okay, let's hear it. My answer is Tiana with full one hundred percent because okay because the whole idea. I know that they're very similar in that they're breaking molds, they're doing things out of the box, but Tiana, the fact that well. First of all, she's one of the first African American princesses, right? Like, I think I'll, she's the first one. Yeah, she like, is. yeah. The so that's a big yeah. step. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing for a lot of people to see that. Um, secondly, she has such an ambitious goal throughout the entire movie. Like, even when she's a frog, like, I think that's important to never forget about your goals. But like we say, Merida also has this goal. But I think when her mom turns into a bear, she kind of has to draw back and realize, you know, she has to fix this first. But I think I admire the fact that Tiana might have been a little crazy about it, but the fact that she sticks with it, finishes out, is important, I think, yeah. in the grand scheme of things. So that's why I chose her. Nice. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Tiana deserved a better movie. Not that it's not a great I think movie. So too. It's a great movie. It just deserved right. to have more recognition. Yeah. Exactly. I think more people should have realized that it, it's a right. really, really good movie. I think that there are, and there are other parts of the movie too that could have you know helped her transcend a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I think that I think it being two D, honestly, I don't think that was a bad choice because no. it's a beautiful movie. Um, but I do think that because of the low popularity of the film, she doesn't get thought of as much, and she really does so much. Yeah. And also, Merida, beautiful person. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, gotta love the hair. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> And you know, it's really interesting character. And it yeah. was one of it was Pixar kind of experimenting because Pixar hadn't hadn't done princess movies or anything similar to a princess movie up until that point. Yeah, but they did a great job with their first. Yeah, attempt they at did, it. and you did a great job. Thank yeah. you, thank you, yeah. for, thank you, thank you for coming onto the show. Golf claps, golf yes, claps. Thank yeah. you for thank joining. you for having me. This was so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll probably have you back. Sweet. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure I'm sure there will be more things that <laughs> that we'll talk about mm-hmm. that you'll want to be a part of. You yeah. know, I'm here for it. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, do you want to plug any of your medias while, um, while you're I won't here? say no. Um, <laughs> I mean, I have Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram. It's Haley underscore is underscore fearless. And then my Twitter is Miss Pook, M-S-P-O-O-K-11. So that's where I'm at all the time. I also have a YouTube channel. You can just type in my name, Haley Osborne. Subscribe to and me. And that's Burn, B-U-R-N. Yeah, B-U-R-N, not born with an yeah. O. 
<laughs> yeah, geez. but that's where I'm at. <laughs> I just thought I'd say it because I know, yeah. no, I know that's the so true that you guys have had. So many people ask us all <laughs> the time, is that burn or born? And no, they no, no. still spell it wrong. No, no, no. They don't even ask. <laughs> no, they're like, oh, Ozzy, I know that name. Here we go. They'll put an O and an E and they'll just pronounce it correctly, but they'll spell it wrong. Yeah, and I'm like, terrible. you're pronouncing it burn. So why aren't you spelling burn? Right. Anyway. Anyway, that's a... That is a <laughs> personal problem. We'll try to also link your all your yeah. links. Yeah. So that way it's easy. Yeah, you can find me anywhere, honestly. Yeah, we'll I'm put, all over. We'll put it all on our blog. Yes. So check us out. Yes, visit the blog, yeah. please. Yeah, at, do it. Yeah. Read. Blackcasediaries.wordpress.com. <laughs> also, uh, we have our own doma- domain name now. Yeah, we're working on it. www.blackcasediaries.com. Yeah. Also, we're on Twitter at Black Case Diary and on Instagram at, play, at Black Case Diaries Podcast. So, there I think go. that's it. I think we got them. Right? Yeah. I think, yeah. Listen that to us. Like it's it. Another and case you, closed. Absolutely. If yeah. you, if you want to listen to us anywhere else that we're not, just let us know and we'll get there. Yes, mm-hmm. please. Let us know. Talk to us. Reach out mm-hmm. to us. Tell us what you thought of the episode. And... We will see you next time. Goodbye, yeah, we, cassettes. When we, see you, cassettes. <laughs> when we have more princesses to debate. We oh, my will. God. Good luck to the next judge. Uh, <laughs> here we go. You, you did such a great job, though. Thank All right, you. Thank yes. you again, Haley. We'll yeah. see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.